Hello and welcome to episode 66, which happens to be the Champions edition of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. A podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on today's show we've got shout outs, Tim's takes and a truly special SBTS fan roundtable with title winning used boss Gary Elphick giving extended insights into this glorious team and glorious season. Enjoy Hastings fans. And now over to the shout outs. This is a shout out from the Hastings United Independent Supporters Club. This Saturday's game against VCD Athletic is the inaugural HUISC Fan Day 2022. We've already got five lucky members, young'uns, getting the full official mascot treatment as part of the day. And we will have a stall out throughout the day doing early bird sign-ups for next season's membership at this season's price of only £10. This is a steal of a deal you're already getting this season and it's only going to get better as we have secured a supports club discount on HUFC merchandise from 1066 logos on top of our bar deals and discounted supporters travel. So use fans, get yourself signed up and join the, the ever-growing supporters club. Come on, get involved. Let's make next season our best ever. See you at the game. This one's from Tim Reeves. This is a really special one for a special cause. So we've got to dig out the old Channel 4 racing music. This is the 10th Barry Gurr Memorial Race Day and it's on Thursday, May 19th at Linfield Park. Return coach fair, entrance race tickets, programme, raffle ticket and use of hospitality lounge, only 40 quid per person. Coaches leave 10.15 to 11am staggered. Return to Hastings by 7pm. The fourth coach is now booking, so contact Tim Reeves on 07-985-772-174 if you're interested. And remember, all proceeds go to St. Michael's Hospice. Get your name down. And now over to Tim's Takes. Disappointing news to report from Welling, where I've just returned um, from their ground, where the Hastings United women's team drew one all with Welling. At the same time, Acorns, our rivals, won their game 2-1. So uh, it's made it a bit tricky for us now because we're four points behind. We've got two games to play. I'm thinking we'll probably win both those two. But if Acorns win their last game, um, we won't be able to get that first place, which probably will put an end to our promotion hopes. But they have got to play Ashford ladies away. Uh, if it's a draw or if they lose, then, yeah, if we win our last two games, it will still be OK. But enough of the disappointing news. It was a fantastic game at Welling, a ground where our men's team may well be playing next season. If they get relegated, we'll probably end up going there. Um, it's a game, it's a ground where Hastings United have played a few times before in the past. Nice ground. There was a good crowd there, an enthusiastic crowd. Hastings were missing two of their stalwarts from, def from defence, and Rebecca Ralph and Sophie Reed were both absent. Their, their replacements did a good job, in particular Megan Critchfield, who came in and played as centre half 
alongside Rosie Muggeridge. And yeah, she was very solid and played really well. Welling had some really good players. Um, we beat them very easily early on in the season. I can at the pilot field. But I think Billy did mention that, yeah, their side has changed a lot since then. And they were very well organised. Their right winger was a real threat all game, yeah, up and down the right wing, good pace. And their, one of their forwards, the number eight, was also a handful. So they were a lively side. It, it was a fantastic game. Both teams attacking, um, chances at either end. Welling dominated the early part of the game and they hit the post with uh, um, that right winger causing a bit of havoc down um, with one of her shot come crosses uh, but we held on and we gradually got into the game and towards half time um, we we did create a few good chances I uh, you know, don't know how one effort from Molly was cleared off the line and um, you know we were beginning to look dangerous and we did Scored just before half time. Thank you. Yeah, it came from a really good challenge on the halfway line by um, Megan Critchfield, who won a really good tackle. As a result, Molly was set free on the edge of the area and she hit a, a chip shot which went over the top of the keeper's head in, into the goal. So we went in 1 0 up at half time. The second half was end to end as well, both sides attacking and I was always hoping we were going to get that second goal, but it didn't come. And then from a very good corner, they hit a, hit a cross. Blair spilled the cross. She was under a lot of pressure. and uh, As she was falling, the ball bounced out of her hands. And one of their forwards just happened to be on hand to smash the ball into the roof of the net. So that was one all. And yeah, the game continued at a great pace. We Claire Johnson, our one of our midfield players, number seven, she never stopped running the whole game and uh, she, she put a, a terrific effort. Georgia Tibble, as usual, hit some fantastic passes, played well. Molly was very enthusiastic up front. Izzy Burt was very sound at full back. Yeah, and, and Sean Heather was well marshalled by the defence, but again, she put in some, some good crosses. But a one-all draw was a disappointment as far as the um, the scenario for the end of the season goes. But the whole game was, was fantastic. A credit to the ladies on both teams for providing such good entertainment. I think next week is the crucial game between Ashford and Acorns. And if Ashford could win or get a point in that game, it would do us a great a big favour. I think Acorns beat Ashford 3-2 in, a, in the home league game. But yeah, they'll be equally matched and if Ashford have got a strong side out it may end up all right and now over to the SBTS fan round table and a big shout and love to Andy Leon John George Robbie Matt Smithy and Malcolm and of course you supremo Gary Elphick for making it happen oh no you're not going to start singing <laughs> I, well, we're not. Well, well. Have we got the power I was going to wait. I was going to wait. Uh, Andy had some choice opinions on your mates. Uh, that band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've told him. <laughs> <laughs> he went straight to the to uh, to the dentist, uh, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a. 
Can they, can they do, do a swap of his vocal cords? Oh. <laughs> you know, the week before, I was trying to warn you in a subtle way, really. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, funny. It was funny. It, the bus. it brought the punters in. Yeah. And out. <laughs> <laughs> I think the funniest right. thing, John, was that so many of the tunes were from my sort of era. I know, mate. Uh, <laughs> It was like having your favourite pet dismembered in front of your eyes. I've actually stopped going to see them because it's a bit too cringy. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Oi, who's the so-called mate here? What, yeah, you just throw your mates under the bus. Well, afterwards, not before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right, enough of that. Don't. Hang on. Champions <laughs> edition. Love this. I just see Kevin Keegan. Yeah, falling off the bicycle. <laughs> Raising his shoulder. For everyone there, like you know, this is great superstars music. We've got all the chaps here now, and I do believe a certain Gary Oldfield's going to walk in this room in a minute. So, back to Fiber Off. Hello, Leon, Malcolm, oh. Linda, Stroke Matt, Windy Gale, <laughs> Robbie. John, George with a half-decent uh, screen, and Mr. Andy. Right, and now we are welcoming a certain Gary Elphick, although we might have something for him. Hello, Gary. Chris, how are you, mate? <laughs> well... Yeah, yeah. Feel like it's Saturday night all over again. <laughs> I reckon Ben had a few beers. <laughs> that, that does go on. That does go on, Gary. Yeah, yeah. I know it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gary, uh, absolute pleasure you're on. Uh, obviously, got a lot of us here. Um, yeah. I don't know where to start with. Let's... I mean, what's just, how are you feeling? It's, it's a funny one, actually. It's, it's more relief, to be honest with you, Chris. It's, it's, yeah, it's been three years coming. And actually, yeah, even though we was, you know, we were, we were really miles clear, you, you just want to get over the line. And, uh, you know, to, to eventually get it done is uh, is great. And re- I was quite emotional, really. I, I was, um, I had a little tear to the eye, but I'm just, I'm just really like happy for the group I just I'm just all about protecting the group of players and um, to help them fulfil what they truly deserve is is um, something that's very close to me so uh, very relieved man and and um, you know I am slightly proud of what the, the team and the team behind the team has achieved within the management staff as well so um, yeah it's, it's, it's great it's great to finally go over the line beautiful words there you just come off the non-league show, haven't you? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a white orc supporter that does it. I think his name's Odds. They call him Odds, or say Odds Podcast. So I've just come off that, and uh, yeah, he was. He, 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 to be honest with you, it was um, it was good to get like a little bit of you know their side of things and how they look upon us as well. And sorry, Gary, go on, go on, G- Gary, what was it like speaking to a real proper podcaster? Oh, fuck off! <laughs> 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 uh, no comment. <laughs> No, Chris is unbelievable, isn't he? He's, he's the best at the job. Uh, yeah, he's, a, yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a 
he's a natural. He's a natural. Don't worry, Chris. He's okay. A natural something. A natural something. I know that. <laughs> Chris, I've just got to say, I've got a special guest coming on just for Gaz. Oh, nice one. Let's see with Gary Elphick. He's a good looking lad, this fella. <laughs> last, time I, last time I saw this guy was in a kebab shop at, shop at four in the morning. <laughs> I still had a beer though, didn't I? Yeah, he's unbelievable. Oh, what a man. I don't think I've stopped since then either. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm bel- you all good, Craig? You all right? All right, mate. Yeah, all right. Yeah, just uh, walk Josh along and pop song and see the old man. No, it's obviously Monday night, so special night, isn't it? Monday night. <laughs> Yeah, he's mate. It is so. Yeah, no, oh, I've uh, just been drinking water and eating healthy salads now. So. Yeah, no, same. Yeah, same. I'm on the rehab route. Obviously, game Saturday. So Stoney. yeah, that's what I'll be doing. Yeah, Stony, Stony, you put that mannequin arms down now. What well, I don't, no, I have no idea what you're on you about. Do? I'm not taking any of that blame for the mannequins. <laughs> you just walked up to me and nut shotted me with that mannequin arm. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. I'll be honest. I, someone else. I'll be honest. I have absolutely no idea and no um, no re- recollection of that. So, oh, fair enough. It never happened. Then. <laughs> so it definitely wasn't personal. I don't remember it. There weren't a lot. That, there weren't a lot that I did. To be honest with you, that was great celebrations. Good fun. I'll, I'll leave you to it anyway. Great to see you all. Yeah, and you. Hello, oh, mate. Enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, take care, Stoney. Yeah, mate. Oh, top Getting stuff, Malcolm. <laughs> He's only gone over there. <laughs> he did the fantastic job behind the bar though. Oh, wasn't it? Clubhouse. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's been um is that fantastic nine nine game run of victories. And then the kind of it was because it was so done and dusted almost, wasn't it? It it's been a funny these last couple of games. It's trying it must be difficult getting the psychology right in the team, is would you say? Has that been yeah. a, a bit of a battle? You know, when we're we're more or less over the line, and yet you there's the excitement there, which brings on a bit of nerves. Then you've got a whopping crowd, haven't you? Um, last, yeah. last week, and but still I, got I, to do the final business. Yeah, I, I almost actually felt sorry for the guys last week. Actually, I thought we was almost like a victim of our own success in regards of the the pressure that was yeah. All, yeah, on our shoulders. But I, I, I said actually after the game, it, I actually felt it was a vital point to achieving our, our, our objective. I think, um, I really do think Hayward C for no mugs. Um, I think they're physically pretty imposing. I think they're well drilled, could be slightly defensive on the day. But I think any time in the season we would have got that result and been on the run we had been on, um, people would have taken their hats off and said it's a fair point we move on um, obviously I, I, I wanted it you know I, I had to collect my thoughts I, I sat in the office for half hour on my own and just had to calm myself down because the, the, the players had been fantastic and they, they all they deserve is, is a pat on the back and, and a round of applause every time at the moment and uh, it, you know it would have been a fairy tale and all that but do you know what it's actually more my style to win at Faversham you know that's what that we're what we're about as a club, we can graft. I could, you know, commitment. As I said to the lads on Saturday, you know, com- commitment will give you a start, but consistency finishes it. And um, to to go to somewhere like Faversham, bobbly pitch, you know, is terrible, but still grafted, and we still got the point we needed. And um, 
I don't know, that sums me up as a human being a little bit, you know, when it gets a bit mucky and that, I'd, I'd rather pull my sleeves up and, and get going. And, um, yeah, it would have been lovely with the, you know, the band and everything, the 3,000 and all that. But, you know, in a weird way, we've done it with real people that are close to the club with, the, you know, a private three or 400, if you like. As I say, it's, it's just fantastic to get over the line. And once again, you know, it's all about the group, the, the, the backroom staff and the team. And also a massive part is the fans because, yeah, I can G the players up in the dressing rooms, but when you go into the Cray Valleys away and that and you'd see two or 300 of your own fans there, it definitely helps as well. So um, all in all, the package, when you know a club's going well, everything works in harmony from off the pitch and on the pitch. Billy Wood in the background, Darren Burney. Peter Sherlock doing what they do off it. It's a very well-oiled machine at the moment and one that I hope that, that can keep going for next season. Gary, who do you reckon to win the playoffs? I, 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 do you know what? It's, it is, it's a real tight one to call. It really is. It's like, oh, I really thought, you would have asked me this question last week, I thought Cray Valley looked back to their best, especially attacking. And I still think attacking-wise... They're probably the, the strongest force out of them all. But as we all know, sometimes with Cray Valley, if you bring them on here, it takes you to their weakness. And that's their defence, probably. Um, and I do I do worry about Cray Valley when they do get on. Like someone like Hayward Heath could be Cray Valley's Achilles heel uh, that will bring them on. But they've got athletes going forward for quick attack. So it's, it's a real... Do you know what? I, I, and, and then you look at Ashford, you know, especially if they get the home tie because it's a, it's a game changer playing there. You know, when we played there, we worked all week on how to, how to go about it. And you've got to have, you've got to be right on your game to get any kind of result at Ashford. So, do you know what? In a weird way, Mel, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me to see Ashford get promoted mm, in a weird yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. I think I mean, Hayward Heath going to be hard to break down. Yeah, 100%. you found that yourself, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And, yeah, you know, yeah, they only yeah, need to get, get a bit of shot, shot up front, and then yeah, one, yeah, cut the one nils. That's all it needs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I, I think if I, I think, I think Ashford, but I think they're definitely the dark horses. Is a, is a Hayward Heath, definitely, definitely. Gary, just, just rather than asking the question, I, I'd just like to say thank you actually to Gary because. For us, we're pretty new. We started coming to Hastings in October. But being there on Saturday, we saw the emotion in so many people who have been there a lot longer than we have, who it meant so much to. You know, people like Pat, people like Dean, who were, you know, we were talking to them afterwards, and they were almost welling up trying to explain their, you know, that sort of happiness and success that that's brought, that that's brought to them. So f- thank you more than anything. Yeah. Well, no, thanks, no, yeah. No, it's, it's just just a pleasure to be part of it. You know, it, it is, and uh, you know, it's, it's it's gone great. And you're right, what you say, like people like Pat McCrossan and all that. You know, it's that non-league teams wouldn't exist without people like that. So, um, you know, I, I am very thankful, and it. I am. That's that's the way I like to stay as a human being as well. I I, I want to be humble and remember the people along along the way within that journey and. Uh, yeah, it means it's a it's a special thing that definitely. Sorry, John. You, John. I was just going to ask Gary. Um, did you get in touch with anybody from Worthing after their result? 
Yeah, I, I, I spoke to the chairman there, George Dell, um, because to be honest with you, he, he was the first one who even started my journey as even yeah. thinking of being a manager. Um, so I still have a lot to, for him to thank for. Um, I learned a lot about uh, the running of a football club uh, within non-league and, and, <clears throat> and, and also uh, I look back on it now, but it was one of my biggest failures is when I left Worthing um, because, you know, there is, there is little voices in your mind saying you're not good enough um, and, and, it, and it affects you. It affects your personal life and that. But I, I'll actually, I'll hang a picture up with the day I left Worthing because I now look at it as one of the big successes because I learned so much from that happening that I like to think now that I've come on again as a manager that you need to learn from them failures to make you a success. I, you know, I call it, you, you fall forwards, you're not falling backwards, you're falling forwards because yeah. you're taking on challenges. And that's, I will never back off from a challenge. And when I look at how we've done it this year at Hastings, one thing I've learned from Worthing is how to use a squad, how to use substitutions more effectively. So all them things has probably become because of my experience at Worthing. And, um, you know, once again, Next year, I've, I've got to remain grounded. I haven't achieved nothing yet. Um, and yeah, I could be, yeah, football's a fickle game. One minute you're a hero, the next you can be zero in football. So I've got to remain grounded and uh, just keep looking for self-improvement, ask more of my staff and my players. And, you know, God loves a grafter. You've got to work hard at it. Yeah. Not too grounded though, Gary. We won the league, mate. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Not too I know. You can, be, you can I, enjoy this. Yeah, yeah it's just... It is, you know, I, I did. I let my hair down Saturday night. Had a good sing song, and, and obviously next couple of weeks I will. But I am always, I, I am always weary, wary of it. I have always got that little bit of fear in my mind. And do you know what? It probably, it's probably a good thing, Chris, as well, to mm. to stay that way. I just wanted to say thanks for hanging your boots up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, I, what I mean, what I meant by that is that. Uh, you, it's easy. It's easy to get spread too thin, isn't it? And what a immense pressure just managing a, a team like this is, really. Yeah. yeah. And I, but it must have been so tempting to think you, you just to keep play, keep playing a bit. Did you ever? Did you go through that at all? Or did? But what I, you, my, my, to, to be honest, I've got a lot, lot to thank for my, for my dad for that, really, because he, I, I um, he saw the Craig game where we got beat in the last seconds uh, and <laughs> I could have got the linesman in the headlock. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was getting too emotional. And one, once again, from my experiences at Worthing, you, you've got to have that line in the sand and I, you can't do it anymore. I don't think personally you can be a player manager. I think you've got, especially with a club like Hastings, you've got to commit to one job. And uh, I'm thankful for my dad to be that honest to me. It's actually, my, my, my body was packing up. I was playing through injuries that I should never have been doing. I was very thankful that I had a, a centre-half like Craig Stone next to me uh, doing all the silky stuff because he could still do it and he still is doing it, um, yeah. which means I could just jump up for headers and I could go through the pain a little bit. But yeah, I, you know, if I was a horse, they would have, they would have put me down, I think. So uh, I'm glad that the, the boots are up. And I'm actually glad that now people look at me and say, Gary Alfick, the manager and, and not the player. Yeah, fan fantastic. Um, but you must have been itching on numerous occasions to be out there sort of getting yeah. stuck in. But yeah, it is, you, yeah, you still see a ball go up in the air and there's part of me that was going to Gary's and, and going to uh, and going to head it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
You might as well play yourself the last few games, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the league, you might as well, might as well have a kick about. Yeah, if you saw me yeah, in training the other week, I'd tell you. Cool. <laughs> Probably um, still 10 times better than the rest of us. So. Yeah, yeah, why don't you uh, play yourself and we get rid of that Fino Mara? We've got to sell him to someone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to send him back to Folkestone, I think. So uh, don't worry about that. No, he's, and that's, to be honest with you, he's, he's been a huge part to me as well because he's been a centre-half that I've actually really enjoyed working with, trying to improve. And uh, to see him doing what he's done has actually made my job a hell of a lot easier coming off the pitch and managing it because... My frustration levels are nowhere near what they were maybe at Worthing when I was watching some centre-halves come in and not doing quite things right. But to watch Finn and Stone, he's, uh, he's pre- for a defender, his poetry in motion at times and the clean sheets they've kept shows that. So that's a that's another huge uh, bit of joy that's been in my managerial career so far to, to see them too. And, and Louis Rogers, who's made oh, some fantastic amazing. saves. Very underrated, in my opinion, and um, and every time we put a fullback on, you know, TC was one of my earliest decisions to do, which is one I look back on with with great, you know, honour, and I'm proud of that decision I made. And uh, Marcus and Ob, every time they play, they do as good as well. So um, yeah, it's, it's been great. It really has. Did you teach Finn how to do the overhead kick as well? Did you? Yeah, we we worked on that. <laughs> I thought so. so yeah. Yeah, numerous times, but. I think I would have killed myself trying to do that. So uh, <laughs> it's an incredible goal. And um, it, it, to be honest with you, it, I'm not sure how far Finn can go actually in his career. And I mean that seriously, because I've only sort of started being with him and trying to coach him and Mino and the other coaching staff and even playing with Stoney. So he's only going to get better. You know, he's still only really young. And uh, I look forward to seeing him, you know, going up a level as well again. Out of four months as a manager and you've won the manager of the month three times, you... It, that must make that move from playing to managing so much easier. Like the vindication, where you must be like fucking right sorted. It's it's, a, it's you know it's a it's a little bit of recognition where you think you know you're going about your job right. But even like the Stony and the players, it's, it's, every time I get the award, they're just in a they stay in a pack on my table because once again, you know what I haven't got to display them to anyone. It's uh, I don't want to get cocky or just remain grounded and, and just keep doing what I'm doing. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of recognition, but as I say, it's all about, it's all about the group for me and, and my management staff and, and trying to keep you fans happy. Yeah, we've only touched on it a bit, Gary, but how good has Mino been with you? He, he's, he's great. I think in, in all walks of life, you need partnerships. <clears throat> it's horses for courses. I know my strengths. Mino knows his strengths. And, um, you know, we was joint managers at Worthing. And towards the end, it didn't quite work because there, there, there wasn't a senior figure. The players didn't really know who to look to. But Mino knows now that he's a coach. I know now that I couldn't give deliver a, sesh, a session like Mino. But, I, you know, my strengths within the dressing room and an overview in the game and making subs. So together, you know, we, we really do work well. And he's he's been key, Melk, because he gives so much energy on the training ground. And when Aggie left... I felt that was exactly what we needed. And um, I, I think it has been an inspired decision by the club to bring someone like him in. Yeah, I got to really know him in the last, you know, sort of um, five or six games. and But I can tell from the players and certainly say from Craig, you know, like uh, how much they, they really get on with uh, with me now and, you know, uh, and respect him and, and enjoy his sessions, really. So he's, yeah, he's, um, he's, he's he's brilliant. Our typical week would, I'll probably 
watch two or three games or highlights, whatever footage I can of the opponents, and then decide sort of what way we go about it. And then I'll sort of say to Brownie and me, no, this is what I want to do. And and they will deliver a session on a Thursday related to that. And it's it's been like all them nine game winning streaks and that is it's it's all because of that work, I feel, you know, we we've had if you look, watch some of our training games on a Thursday, we have harder training games than we do on a match day on a Saturday. And uh, sometimes I'll just step back from it and watch it at the training ground. And it's it's, it's great to watch. You know, it gets proper. Yeah. There's a bit of competitiveness there. And I, I just think, once again, with successful teams, that's that's what you always experience in good training sessions. Yeah. What mindset are you at at the minute? Are you still sort of just taking each game as it comes? Or are you sort of now thinking about next season, like any sort of like one or two players that you might have in mind or you just sort I, of... I think a lot, a little bit about legacy, to be honest with you. So I, it's, uh, I, I really do want to break the points record. I think this Hastings team, this Hastings era deserves to break that points record. Um, I really do want to keep the best defensive record and I still want us to score the most goals. So there's still a bit of motivation in there where business ain't quite fulfilled for me just yet this season. So uh, we've got the lads back in on Thursday. We'll we'll be talking again about how we go about the games over the weekend and probably utilising the squad as well, which we're going to have to with uh, a quick succession of games. So my... my uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very 50-50 with one eye definitely getting business done this year. But also, I'd be stupid not to have a slight eye on next season as well. And recruitment, pre-season, uh, booking everything in. And, and to be honest with you, I've, I've even got to get my personal position sorted out as well with the club, which, you know, there's, there's going to be no questions. There. I, I want to stay and, and I will stay. You know, I think the club want me to stay, hopefully. And uh I would like to get that sorted out as well because then it gives me direction of how I want to go about it. There's things I want to tweak in the background. So, yeah, it's, it's a bit of 50-50 at the moment. I want to, get, as I say, get business done, but also uh, there's definitely things I'll, I'll, I need to get the ball rolling now with next season as well. Gary, on um, Saturday, there's going to be a massive gate again, as you know. And uh, I think after the last big gate, there was quite a few people a bit disappointed. At ones that don't normally come, you know, they're there for a yeah, yeah. middle yeah, hunters, yeah. if you like. Just make sure they really do it. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, no I, I, I know I, you will, totally but there's, no. there's so many people that are sort of a little bit, they're not usually there and they feel, oh, why do we bother? You know, we're, we're yeah. still, yeah. I just want you to prove it to them. That's why. Yeah, you know? no, I, I, that's my message to the lads. I was, I was actually going to say, like, treat it like a training session in regards as in training, we, you can see at times they let the shackles off. They're more relaxed, free flowing yeah. football. And, I, I I did feel that there were certain players that did succumb to the ner- the nerve slightly. Um, Understandable, yes. Especially the younger lads. And once again, when I look back on that game, you know, they they will come on so much just from that one game where yeah. I think, well, next time I'm in a dressing room like that, I've got to do this or I've got to, you know, relax. And TC, for instance, he weren't, weren't oh, quite at it. He wasn't, wasn't making his natural sort of decisions and he was thinking about things too much rather than just playing what was in front of him. And, that's really what I want to see Saturday. Yeah, it's all uh, a learning uh, curve, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go out there as champions, let the shackles off, and let's, let's get a few people off their seats clapping. And, uh, I'm really hopeful that we can I just want to hear, just want to hear 3,000 people when the goal goes in. <laughs> Didn't yeah, happen, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. When that roar, yeah, no, exactly. Rather than, no, totally you know, yeah. claim for a penalty. <laughs> what, even in the main stand? Even yeah, in the main stand, stand yeah? yeah. This week, oh, right. yeah. 
No, we don't do that in the main stand. No, no, no none of that. Absolutely, no, there's people falling all over the place. Beer everywhere. Yeah. What, what sandwiches I, everywhere. What, Flat white coffee everywhere. What don't I, legend, what I feel don't legend is, bites. What I feel Absolute is very animals. reassuring. Um, what's very reassuring thinking of going up a level and a, a bit of an unknown quantity, but is, um, and I think Matt, would back me up here. The great Arsenal side has always had this spine going through them. Um, so you've got when you think of the determination, the example, the aggression, the of starting from Finn and Stoney and and then Jack Dixon in the middle and then Popey up front. There's that example to everyone, isn't there, of, of the fight, the determination and. And that, that is too old now, John. You don't want an Arsenal spine, mate. They're fucking miles <laughs> off the pace, Wills. <laughs> Hang on. Did anyone get a good view of Dicko's tackle? There you go. Sorry, that was John. <laughs> oh, you had to bring that into it, He's didn't you? John again. Fine. Yeah, Tony's think too he's old. He's got to get man. another partner for Finney now. <laughs> <laughs> he's got seven more no, years, it's... I think, Milk. <laughs> it's a fantastic partnership. But it's, it's just... It's just when when the graft's got to be done, you, you know. Oh, that's my pump. Sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. I just Will's wanted to say that. It's he's playing for 999. <laughs> Is that his emergency cord? That's, that's, <laughs> that's the nurse my, will be in in a minute. It's my insulin pump, actually. You know, we, yeah, we'll, put him back. We'll take the mickey out of the disabled. You know, I have enough of that with my hat. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, do plenty of that off camera, mate. That way, nurse, nurse. <laughs> Chris, you're lucky you ain't got Will Smith sat there, mate. I'm telling yeah. you, Gina will be there in a minute. <laughs> he, he, he's thought about Arsenal and his blood sugars. Gina, could you sort out yeah. this pump, please? <laughs> <laughs> don't die, don't die live on air, please. Oh, I can't honestly, don't. <laughs> <laughs> he probably needs to just change you the think batteries, about it. If he does die, your ratings yeah. will go down. Yeah, it. think of the podcast ratings. Tens, for that. tens of more people. Viral, I don't know. <laughs> a live death on air. Yeah, no, I, I love you. I love you, John. But you do this podcast wonders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> Good night, John. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to what he was saying yeah. a minute ago, yeah, do you on. think that with the pressure off of having gotten over the line now, that the boys will be just a bit more expressive on the pitch? That sort of caginess will be out the equation now. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I've, I've, I'll be honest with you. I, it was just that one game. You know, you look at the games before that, um, some of the, the attacking, like the goals we, we scored at East Grinstead. If if you want to sort of look at the what we try to achieve on the training ground and how we want our attacking play to look, that that was that was our copybook for it. That was our that was our playbook, if you like. And um, <clears throat> you just think like that was just that one week earlier when you know we were still within that journey. And that's what I say to the lads. Actually, you know, sometimes I, I think in sport the, the journey is better than the destination. You know, I look yeah. I look back with great fondness at Ashford away and. Uh, cray away you know they're, they're, they're real big moments of a, of a season which you need to get over these little hurdles to win leagues and um, I really know I, away. yeah hey, yeah no <laughs> no I was going to say yeah no that would be on video bloopers that one but um, yeah it's, it's been 
I, I just hope they have that feeling that eight East Grinch did away where they have that fire in their belly and this this go and put the cherry on top now. And uh, I think they will, you know, knowing the dressing room that, that I know it as, and as you say, that spine, that bulldog spirit, which is always related to uh, Hastings ever since I've been here is, um, I think that, that that's one thing we need to hang on to. I think it's very special and uh, very unique. I mean, that's the difference. I hope that we really let the shackles off and it can be party time Saturday. Hi, Gary. I think... I think that's an interesting, you should say that, because one, one thing I felt after the game, on I felt that sense of relief on Saturday. Yeah. It was a yeah, bizarre yeah. thing because the, the second half was so gritty. and It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't football, it was almost but, rugby, wasn't it, at the time? Yeah, we, 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 line and, yeah. I said that it was possibly the worst possible game for the best possible outcome that I've ever yes. seen in football. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but what it reminded, it did make us think after the game, that sort of strange feeling of having a game like that where you win it. What we were talking about afterwards, but it reminded us of just the sheer pleasure we've had out of watching this team, obviously since yeah. you've taken over, but also maybe the past couple of years, despite the pandemic pains and that. Um, yeah. And um, we got watched mm. the under-23s a couple of times. We went over to Lansing to watch them in their cup final and that. And, and watching them and watching the first team, the winning is fantastic. But one thing I would say is we've had an unbelievable amount of pleasure watching how good this team is. And, yeah. the, and the winning is a nice outcome of that. But believe you me, just going to games every week and, and watching those players and identifying with those players and, and you and the team, the pleasure has been just as much in watching them and enjoying yeah. them playing as it has watching them win the league as an outcome of that. It's, yeah, been, it's yeah. been a week-to-week thing. It's been fantastic, that, you know? And yeah, the outcome no, just, is brilliant. But the week-to-week yeah. joy of doing it has just been brilliant. Yeah, so, no, I think you really have to enjoy the journey, you know. I, mm. I watch a lot of sport documentaries. Or anything I can feed off for motivation and things is, you know, but I remember, I think it was like Johnny Wilkinson saying when England won the, the Rugby World Cup, you know, all of a sudden you get mm. to the destination and you're like, oh, you know, it's, it's happened. And I'll be honest with you, I had that sense of that. I did. It was more relief. The, the weight was felt lifted. But the, the great thing about it is we're only at the bottom of the pyramid. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if if I want to go on and achieve the things that I want to do as a manager, and hopefully some of them young players in the Hastings dressing room believe that, then uh, what I do recognise is that the club is in such a good place off the pitch where when I got promoted with Worthing we wasn't ready as a club off the pitch what I can say is Hastings is definitely ready off the pitch uh, and we're two years or three years more advanced than when Worthing went up and me John Meany I tell you that some of the things we had to to sort out was was comedy comedy gold um, it really was and it, it makes you laugh but it makes who you are you know and you've been there done it and hopefully them things will will, will come up trumps you know, for us this season. But uh, yeah, you, you've definitely got to, you know, really enjoy the journey. And that started from Chris Agata. As I yeah. say, he, he he laid some incredible, uh, he laid the bricks down. Uh, the fundamentals were laid down by him. He made some young players come in the dressing room, always humble, always had a broom in their hands, sweeping the dressing rooms afterwards. And he brought me to the club. And as I say, I'll always be forever thankful for that to happen. Because Hastings, you know, I go down that Elfin Stone Road, and I've said it. That, that's that's my home. I know I'm coming down to 
to where I truly love. He, he brought me here and I'll always have a lot to thank him for. One of the best non-league coaches I've ever worked under. So I, I just wanted to make sure that that gets announced because, you know, I've been there. I've, I've, I've probably started the Worthing bubble, if you like, and then I come away and then probably some people overlook what I've done at Worthing. But please always realise what he done for the club as well. So, you know, yeah. I know he left um, under a slight cloud, but that's, that's how I truly feel. No, but you, you've taken. Sorry, I've got to say you've 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 just taken given that extra five or ten percent that's turned them into winners. That's yeah, the but, thing, and that, that's the you go to games now, and you we've been to games, and you think they're going to win this, and you know yeah, and that's, that's that little difference. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was always I was always <clears> like that in the dressing room with Ags. Anyway, I I, I was almost like um, a manager on the pitch for Ags. Mm. Um, I used to listen to him and. I am. I, I do. I think one of my strengths is, is is I do feel the mood of the dressing room, and I am calm when I need to be calm. Like Ash, Ashford away at halftime, you know, Stoney and other players will tell you this. Yeah, I look back on that. That was the best team talk I gave this year because I remained calm and I knew what the game plan was. And uh, maybe in the past when I was playing player manager, got too emotional and things like that. But that's hopefully where I've improved as a as a human being and as as a football person. So. You know, hopefully that little ten or fifteen percent maybe I have added, but mm. um, I just feels like think, yeah, you just it's just a whole journey, and there's a lot of people to thank on the way, and I just never want Aggie to be overlooked um, for how important he was to this club. No, I, I think that, I think what what it does for me is is um, I loved Aggie, great, great, like you said, the foundation that he built there, but. It's all the more credit to you. I think if you're stepping in the shoes of of someone that where the team's spiraled downhill, you you know that that's a different situation to what you came into. Every and to earn the respect of the players so quickly and the the fans and everything, I think I'd like to say thank you to you. You know, and you've just taken things on and on. You built on any foundation that was laid and you've got us into this position now. So that's fantastic. Yeah, well said, John. Yeah, no, much, much, <laughs> yeah, it's much appreciated. It is, it is. And um, I'll, I'll always deflect it back onto the group as well because, <clears throat> as I say, it's just, honestly, they're, they're the, it's the greatest dressing room I've ever been involved with. It's, we're, we're friends off the pitch and everyone's got each other's back and, uh, it's yeah. I, I maybe I'm just the glue that's held it together. Yeah, you know, and, uh, the the players will talk more. You know about what's good and bad, and uh, I'll let them do that. But I've I've just been happy that I have been the glue that's kept everyone together because I didn't when I first took over. I was I was really scared of it fizzling out. Uh, the the group didn't deserve what was happening to them, and with with regards, you know, Aggie, one of their best managers leaving, and uh, I just wanted to protect what Aggie had done, and that's what I would say. Probably the best thing I've done is that I've just been the glue that's that's kept this special group of players together. Mm. Um, and maybe it shouldn't be a concern as such, but with um, success breeds, um, and I can't think. I've been trying to think of a word I'm looking for, but when. When the big boys come hunting, if you see what I mean. Um, yeah. And, you know, like when you, you've got the likes of TC and Kane Penn, Leg, uh, Jack Bates, you know, you've got them them coming through. And you say about keeping these group of players together, 
obviously yeah. people are going to come the big boys if you like but and yeah. and sometimes it's a little bit they see it as the way forward and, and rightly so you know they're young boys and think well I'm going up two leagues uh, and that sort of thing and we've yeah. seen a couple go to Sutton and you know and then gone out yeah. and loaned to Tunbridge Angels and and so forth. I remember, yeah, we talked about that. It's, yeah, the grass isn't always greener. That's no, that's right. Yeah. How are we going to keep this um, fine squad well, of group of legs one, together? One thing, again, that um, I definitely had this experience at Worthing, where the club wasn't quite ran at that time correctly, <clears throat> a lot of these players wasn't under certain contracts. They left for very cheap money. And we had to get like a, a, a lot of a turnover of player through the door mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of how we, it, we, it was just too risky. The, the club wasn't safe enough off the pitch. It's different with Hastings. So straight away, um, I've come in and I know, you know, I look at contracts and things like that. Straight away, the club has protected themselves, which is incredible. So people like TC and uh, they've all got like an option for another year. So all we have to do is send a letter off to engage them within another year. Yeah. So straight away, I take my hats off to the club because they've done it professionally. The, the other thing I would say as well, which is not always easy, Melk, but someone like TC, he he needs a year in this league to prove himself. Is it the athleticism goes up? He will need a sharper footballing brain again. He will know he he won't have to do them big wandering runs that is great to his game. He will have to chop and change his game up. That that run won't always be on. So what I would advise to these guys is let's let's calm down, let's let's make sure we we're grounded. We have a good season next year. If then they leave after a year doing well in it, then I can take my hats off to them and they deserve that move. Yeah. But one thing as well is I've got to be right on my toes as well to say, hang on a minute, I've got this one in the book, that one in the book that I've identified as good players. I've got to have people watching games and I've got to be right on my toes, ready to replace players at certain times. So yeah. the, the the turnaround of players ain't going to be as hefty as what I had at Worthing. I, I think seven players left because, you know, we were so successful. But then Worthing didn't give me the money to go again, where with Hastings, once again, it is such a well-ran club in the background that, first of all, I think the support is there. And second of all, they've done their business correctly in doing the deals they've done. So once again, hats off to the club. Yeah. I was going to say that, um, I know Pat the other week was saying that um, they have kind of put this blueprint of a model in, which is kind of quite similar to what Sutton had done. And the recruitment that they need to do to sort of see that through has got to be sort of spot on. And as you say, like having the crowds there is a big way of funding it because no one else in this league or even the next league other than Worthing get figures like Hastings do, do they? Which is incredible. No, no. It's, 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 you're absolutely yeah. spot on. And, and also, and I, I've got to stress this, you have got to get the right character in the building. That you cannot, they have got this, this dressing room will find you out in a heartbeat. If you're above your station, if you're not putting it in, even in training, that's what I love about this group of men. There's characters in there. They're self-policed. You you get you get found out, uh, and that's why some players go by the wayside. That's why some elevate into players that they are now. So, once again, it's, it's been work in progress. It's been a journey, and it's just it's up to me, myself, and the staff now to to do it again. But everything's there to facilitate that. I think that's another thing that no, I'm I'm. 
I don't know the players anywhere near as well as a couple of the lads do. I'm probably on, at best on nodding terms with a couple of them. But the one thing that always strikes me is they're just such a fundamentally decent bunch of blokes. And that really comes across. And I yeah. think that, that matters. And that, yeah. that matters in all the situations they found themselves, I think. And that, but that really comes across, I must admit. That's quite noticeable. Uh, it means more than it means more than anything. Oh, I've I've been in some terrible dressing rooms yeah. as players. I really have. I've been in some desperate dressing rooms where you get beat five one, but the guy that scores the one goal puts a picture up on Twitter. You know, another <laughs> one, and I'm thinking, I want to strangle him. I really do because you have not put a shift in for the team. You don't care about the team. You don't care about the club. And that is one thing I will always stress to anyone that walks within our dressing room door. That badge on your chest means more than anyone in this dressing room. It's, you're, you're, no one's bigger than that. And uh, th- that grit and determination. And uh, it's only a, a Hastings thing as well. Whenever I've played closer to home in Brighton, Sussex clubs, yeah, I've, I've Namby Pamby, but Hastings boys, like Sammy Adams, for instance, he's one of my best teammates. What a selflessness. You know, everything's about the team, everything's mm-hmm. about his teammate and Jack Dixon. You know, the same again, even not, even in a night out, you know, they'll they'll be the first one to pat on you. All right, you need a drink. And once again, it goes a long way in, life in, yeah. life in general. And if you surround yourself with good people like that, you, you're really going to go wrong. So and once quite, again, quite often, brilliant. and quite often you've got Kenny on the line as well, shouting just like you do. Well, well Ken, Kenny, yeah, he's, <laughs> I he's, mean, he he's could be a big fish. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's unbelievable. He's, He's incredible, you know. Especially I, with the youngsters, you know. So he's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, I have to pull him back at times, Kenny, bless <laughs> him. But once again, the Hastings spirit. And I think going forward, that is always something that I want to try to keep intact with the team as long as I'm, you know, at the club. Is I think it's very important to have local lads playing for their local team um, at Hastings because there is a there is a, another dimension to it, that's for sure. Yeah, you could see the Saturday night, you could see the unity and the team spirit in the lads when they they got together and battered that mannequin, you know, that, <laughs> yeah. that, was, that, was, that was teamwork of the highest yeah, it was, yeah, it was Yeah, it was all for one and one for all, I think. Yeah, Finn decapitated him and then Stoney hit him with a few body shots. <laughs> that, that was that. So, uh, nah, they, 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 honestly, they're, um, they're absolutely on point and fantastic people. Mm. And for those, for that, sorry, uh, for those younger ones, a point that you were saying earlier, you you know the young one, talented ones, excellent potentials for the future. But wouldn't you rather stay with this club, with this crowd, with this team, for until maybe you're a bit more mature, then go and play um, second team football for a bigger club? You know, it's yeah. I'm I'm always think, wary. This. Yeah, there's a lot of, you get a lot of agents sniffing around. And the thing that annoys me is the agents don't know what business they're selling. So, for instance, TC, he's not a centre midfielder. He's been the best right back for the second. Do they know that that is his position? I'm not sure. Um, But I don't know if they come to games to watch. So, I don't know if most of them sometimes don't even know the product that product they're selling. So straight away, that's a thing. Um, mm. And second of all, you can watch an under-23 game. It's nowhere near the pace of a first-team game. And I'm always, you know, you'll, you'll see it even when I was playing, my brother was playing, 
me and my brother were, were probably the slow burners, if you like. There was always people more talented than that. But without hard work, once again, without being humble, without being grounded, forget about it. You've got to have that in your game. And once again, that's my message to the youngsters. You know, I get very annoyed when I hear some of the youngsters with agents. There's no need. When you're that age, the business can be done club to club. There can be a transfer fee. It's agreed and it's done and he's gone. But there's, uh, it's happened this year. There's been young players trialling around. They go on several trials. Nothing happens. Their confidence goes rock bottom. And you've got to build that player all the way up again. And mm-hmm. I'm very... They don't I'm always very easy, wary. though, Gaz, do they? They don't always no, easy. No, they'll, they'll say, no, they'll see the big thing. But I, yeah. I really do hope they do listen to me because I've lived it and breathed it. Stony as... I hope they listen to people like him because it's a very different atmosphere, a different environment. And I just hope that patience, it does get rewarded if it's done the right way. The only, the player I sold properly for big money was Omar Bugel at Worthing. He absolutely ripped Ryman Southeast apart with goals, but they still was wary of the level. And then he'd done it again at Ryman Prem. He got a 30 grand move to Forest Green. No trials, just went straight there. That's That, for me, is the way it should be done. Yeah. Um, and I hope I hope it is the way it's done, under, uh, you know, under this era, if you like. So, fingers crossed they listen. Um, because I, I truly believe, with John Meany as well and Andrew Brown, um, they're not going to receive better coaching. I really do believe that. Yeah, stuff. We we always say that for other teams that come and play at Hastings, you know, the average gate in this league is like three hundred people or something. That to come and play at the pilot field when there's you know a minimum sort of twelve hundred is is a massive thing. And that for players to be able to do that, you know, every other week, that's got to be worth something in itself, isn't it? To be able to you know perform yes. on that sort of crowd basis every week. Well, yeah, it is. Once again, it's the identity of the club. It really is the the, the fans, the noise it makes, and uh, it, it's a major part of our success. It is because you know uh, the levels, the motivation levels are already just a little bit higher, maybe than other players. Get you know someone like VCD, very talented bunch of players, but maybe they're slightly demotivated in certain weeks because they've only got a small crowd. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely do think. It's a vehicle for for success. Is that is the crowd we get hundred percent? I've said it on here before, guys. You're and you're a player and and an ex player. <laughs> you're a manager, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's yeah. all about the fans, isn't it? You know, players want to perform, and they're they're in the industry of performing, and they want to perform in front of fans. And yeah, uh, you know, to get the fans is what they want to want to play in front of. Yeah, and the difference, with, and that's the thing I like about non-league football is you've got that personal touch. <clears throat> if you know you're doing the business yeah. on the pitch, you come in, you have a pint, and you get a lot of pats on the back, and you don't get that being a Premier League player, do you? You no. know, it's it's no. that's the thing about non-league. You know when you're doing well because people will tell you you're doing well, especially at a place like Hastings. So you're absolutely spot on, Mel. One thing quick, actually, Gary, I wanted to ask you, might, you might not want to answer it, but I mean, what's your thoughts on the um, the ground move? And I, I know it's not happening well, now. I, I mean, I'll, be honest, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, Chris. A lot of my mind, I, I didn't really go much into it because 
and I mean this, I was so driven to succeed and, uh, you know, you're constantly looking at opposition and what you want to do. So I, I, I've, I've, I have got a blurred opinion on it, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm absolutely gutted. I'm devastated because, it, for the fans maybe, because, you know, what I don't see no reason why to stand against it. I, I just don't understand it. Mm. You look at the crowd they're getting in, you're only going to make the community a better thing or, you know, you're only going to enhance young people's lives. Um, you're only going to get more people staying on the straight and narrow because they're involved with sport and things like that. So, and, and even me, I know, mental well-being. You know, if you're part of a team, if you're, you've you got that camaraderie, if you're meeting your mates, you're meeting your players in the drift, it's the best feeling in the world. You know, people work all week for that release at the weekend. So I think Hastings Council have really not covered themselves in glory. Um, uh, but the only, you know, the flip side of that is the, the the nostalgia of the pilot field. It's an old-fashioned ground. No, there's nothing like it. And so they're the things that we've got to lean on maybe to to keep bringing the successes. Yeah, it's an old-fashioned ground and all that. But blimey, you can get some numbers in the in the pilot field. It's a it's a it's been a vehicle for success, as I've mentioned. So we 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 have to keep going until the council give the green light to the other place. But I I, I am shocked, and I I, I am. I don't understand it, Chris, to be quite honest with you, why why you'd want to stay stand against something like that where you've got so much poverty and happening in the world, then why, why can't you be that little ray of sunbeam shining down on Hastings? I, I just don't understand it. Cheers, Gary. Mm. Uh, George, you want to say anything? You've been quiet, mate. Not like you. Yeah, could I ask, um, are there any games in particular you're looking forward to in the league league above? Any maybe scores to settle or just nice tricks? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I haven't, you know, I haven't really looked at it uh, much yet, to be honest. But you know, there's a couple of rivalries that hopefully we can fire up again. You know, Folkestone and places like that. Lewis. Um, you, you know, Lewis is always yeah. It's a great. That's another sort of old-fashioned ground, though, isn't it? The dripping pan. There'll be numbers there and things like that. So, I think they're the big games you look at, don't you, Lewis and the Folkestones of this world? And um, you know, but I just got so much. Uh, what would you say? Like a burning desire to to go again. It's, um, it's 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 good, really. It's great. It really is, and I, I can't, you know, I can't wait to settle business in this league. And I'll probably have a couple of weeks off, but then uh, it'll be back to work. And how how we want to go about it next year, oh, which uh, I'm looking forward. Enjoy to. being champions first, guys. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, that's you know, then that's that's once again, you know, you learn from experience when you're you're all saying that. You know, I, I need to take that on board and. Yeah. You know, I think I think you are right, Mel. You need to. Life does go very quickly, and you you do need to enjoy success. So they're few and far between. Well, so right? enjoy it while yeah. you got it. You know, it's, yeah. so you don't come along that often. So no, you're spot on, mate. Yeah. 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 will be calling for your head in a few weeks, mate. Yeah, it's kind of strange. It's kind of strange because you've been champ. We've been champions for three years, and. This is it's such a it's quite exciting to think that we're going into a league where we're not expected or not favourites to win every game and and it's going to be a real exciting challenge. <laughs> yeah, I I, that's going to be yeah, that's going to be what um, that's one thing I'm really looking forward to is seeing really competitive games week in week out. It may not always go our way, but that's going to be absolutely fascinating to see this bunch evolve and into a, into the next league up. That's going to be really, really good. I think really quite excited about that. I think we're around yeah. ourselves really well. Yeah. We, we, we come up against um, Hyrett 
opposition, haven't we, in the last Yeah, the Don't know what, haven't we? So. <laughs> we beat Chippenham away, didn't we, in their yeah, National so. League South side. There you go. Yeah. We're much stronger yeah. than when we got, you know, when we won the playoffs, like 2007. Oh, I'd say we're much stronger than much that stronger team than that, that, that went up. So, you know, and they, they struggled, didn't they, for a couple of seasons. And I, yeah, yeah I've no, no worries. No worries in the next league up. I mean, one thing I want to make sure everyone, I'm sure I'm not just speaking for myself here, but I've been absolutely buzzing since we've won. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not on drugs. I have been at work. So, don't, you know, don't. But like, That's just so you know. NHS. Well, yeah. We're, we're just, yeah, yeah we all, a little the, red, the yellow pills, yeah. all, yeah. all of them, mate. <laughs> Taking the patients. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Shut up, Leon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, just Please. so you know, I mean, I know you yourself and the players, I hope you realise, yeah, and I'm I'm not speaking just for myself, like everyone, we're walking on, we're on cloud nine, yeah? And and that feeling, I think we get that when you come to the pilot field, that family feeling that's there. And I mean, we're just so happy. In a, and as you say, a moment of of happiness uh, in, a, in a world after time that's, you know, full of, you know, bad news, all that sort of stuff. I mean, it's Death, been great. Definitely. Particularly I'll, I'll, with COVID and everything, you know, it's been yeah. fantastic. It's definitely kept me going. Exactly. I want to say, I'll, I want to just say thank you to all you lot, every single one of you. I think you all went lot on Saturday. I didn't go because I can't go Saturday afternoons to away games. But, you know, without all the Get feedback, the all, <laughs> no, I'm working. And yeah. with all the, um, yeah, so was I. All the feedback that's coming, <laughs> you know, from um, social media and stuff, plus, Adam's um, radio, yourself, Chris, you know, with a podcast, everything, you know, it's just made it so much better this year. It's just mm. gone to a but, different uh, Just on that note, John, and, like, and I'd like to ask everyone, like, is it, with the pandemic, and, you know, like, and I, I suppose everyone else was the same as me, you know, sort of each, um, each time it happened, each season, you thought, um, no. And it's certainly last season. We're, we're, can't they do it points per game and this oh. sort of thing? And we're all working it out. And don't you think that winning it this year has just felt a little bit better yeah. than it could have done winning it the first year? Because um, oh, yeah. none of us knew whether we was ever going to play football again. None of us knew whether, you know, sort of when it was going to restart, if it was ever going to restart, you know, and... And all of a sudden, yeah. you know, we would not like say points per game where we were saying, well, you know, we deserve it. We were that far ahead. And then exactly. it was, no, we're not doing it that way. And we're looking at others saying, well, how come they went up and we didn't? And, you know, now you've changed the format of the leagues and everything like that. And then That's all of a sudden this one come along. And we've had a couple of weeks where we thought, oh, are we? We're not playing quite so well. And, you know, it's... Yeah. Um, Roomfields away. Do, do, do you know what? I, I think it's, um, it's an important point you make, Mel, because I just think once again, you know, you've always got to look at what, what, what positive things have come from it. And I think, you know, them three seasons, maybe if we did go out, go up sooner, maybe once again, the club may, may not have been quite ready off the pitch. You've given a young player like TC another couple of years of manning up progressing his game and James Hull all of a sudden coming along and these players. So I think it's, it's a really important point you make. And I just think the club is really ready to go up, you know, yeah. off and on the pitch. And uh, maybe, maybe it might've been differently. And, and, and to be honest with you, a, a big thing that would have been a hundred percent would have been replacing me at a higher level if I was still playing. 
And thankfully, now I see someone like Finn O'Mara coming in. You know, that, that maybe the club wouldn't have had Finn O'Mara if we went up, you know, two or three years ago. And yeah, you, right. all of a sudden, you've got a centre-half and a potential skipper of a club for maybe the next 10 years. Mm. Um, so I think it's always really important to to look at what positives have maybe come from it. Um, and it, football is a, it's a game of timings. It really is, you know. You, you look at myself, my, I, you know, I was playing at the start of the year. I'm, I'm a manager. This, this, it's been a real strange transition. But yeah. once again, timings, you know, it might not have happened. That, well, it wouldn't have happened, you know, if we went up with Ags. Uh, and that's why I'm always thankful for Ags bringing me to the club and, you know, him departing. But then I've got to be really thankful for Darren Burney, Sher- Peter Sherlock and, and Billy Wood forever <clears throat> trusting me to to hold it together and, and do what we've done. So it's, it's it's been a funny three years. It's been a funny world for the last five years. But when you do succeed like we have done, it's it makes it all worth it. And in a weird way, do you know what? The club might be better, you know, going up as a, as a, as we have done this year or yeah. on and off the pitch. So and that's um, what I'll say. Enjoy. You know, I, I, yeah. I saw Craig two, three year ago, you know, when we were sitting down in his kitchen talking about is, are they ever going to, Who's died? Has he died? Oh, for, um, yeah, talking about, you know, sort of when they're ever going to play again. You know, he couldn't get out to yeah. training. He couldn't do anything. He was just eating, you yeah. know, because that's all anyone done through the pandemic was just eat because he couldn't go out. And, you know, and then so there was downtimes and working out, oh, they might do, uh, you know, points per game and, and this type of thing. And then you see them. Um, you see him Saturday, you know, and really enjoying yeah. the moment, if you see what yeah. I mean. And that's what I say, enjoy it, because it's so yeah. far yeah. between. Yeah. Well, I, I, that's what choked me up, actually. I was all right, and then I saw Stoney, and I just thought, bloody hell, I've, I've shared a pitch with the man for the last three years, and I started welling up. And then I've got Louise looking at me saying, bloody hell, man, I'm gazing. But, he, yeah. you know, I saw Stoney, and I just thought, bloody hell, you know, he's been a he's been a big friend and a big player next to me, and then all of a sudden, he's, he's played under me, and I, look, I looked at that, you know, it all started at home about, you know, what the journey we've been on and the success that we've had. And, uh, you know, if you look at our winning, like the, the, the games that the team has won in the last three years, the clean sheets, I'd love to see how many clean sheets we've kept in the last three or four seasons. It's, uh, it's, it's been one of a kind and um, I'm just really glad to have just put that cherry on, on the top and to uh, the, the era needed you know, to be rewarded for and it, and it has done that and that's um, that's something I'll always look back with with great fondness, that's for sure. And you were saying about your dad earlier, you know, yeah, he, times Craig's come off, you know, when he's, um, you know, conceded a goal and things like that, you know, yeah. and he's moaned about, oh, if he hadn't done that, all you got to do is clear it, you know, I said, yeah, Craig, yeah. it's a goal, you know, you come yeah. off, you won yeah. four one you know, he's gone, we still let a goal yeah. in, you know, and I said, yeah, you're, yeah, you're 34, yeah. you know, like, what are you worried about letting a goal in? You know, it's just... Yeah, no, it's all, it's all, it's, you know, it, it, it definitely extends to families as well, you know, there's, yeah, for someone like Sammy Adams, you know, he's, the guy's won a league now and um, that, that, that makes me more happy than, you know, than all the other <laughs> things really, that, that someone like him, the career he's had for Hastings, the appearance he's made, He's, he's going to be lifting the league trophy with Jack Dixon, two Hastings local lads. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that, that for me, I, I said it in a newspaper interview, that's that's just special for me. You can't um, get any more local yeah. than those two. I, I, mm. I, can't, I can't top that. And um, 
I, you know, I'd happily not even lift the trophy just to see <laughs> them to do it because, God, you know, they they deserve it and um, they're they're good old muckers. So um, yeah, that, that'd be brilliant to watch. Excellent. Smithy, you want to say anything? No, it's been amazing listening to you guys. You, you've you've asked it all and just echo everything everyone said. And you know, thank you to to Gaz and the boys for for this season. The roller coaster we've all been on together, and it has been as much as the players are together, the fans are together, and we're all together with the players as well. It's been amazing. Brilliant. Oh, well said, Smithy. Yeah. No, it's been, there's, there's, there is a great. I think the boys do buzz off it. The, the sense of unity around the place is is second to none. And um, as I say, you know, I, at the moment I'm, I'm working in the week, and I just can't wait for the week to be over to to come to the pilot field. That's how I, I truly feel. And like, what what a way to to live your life like that. That you know, you're part of a football club that that makes you feel like that way. So, uh, and that you guys have done that for me as well. You know, I've never been so close to supporters in uh, any club, and. Uh, that, that goes a long way. So uh, thanks, thanks, Smithy, everyone. As I said to you, Chris, I'm, I'm always thanking you for, for the work you do as well because you promote the club brilliantly in a shining light. You're always having a giggle on this podcast oh. and that. And uh, f- football's it's about putting well smiles up. It's going to make me well up sharp, Gary. No, no, it's easy. It's, 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 it's about putting smiles on faces. You've only got one life and, you, and you've got to go for the max and, and go for it and strive to be the best of whatever you do, be the best supporter. Um, and you know, I give it a go, and that's that's what I'm all about. So uh, it's, it's been fantastic. Cheers. Yeah, brilliant. I've got to. I've, I must say, I've got to agree with you about Chris. It's been it's been great. No, the interviews through through the season. Yeah, they've been brilliant. The only thing the only thing he hasn't had with this diarrhea bug is any clean sheets for ages. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the burial was coming. I knew the burial was coming. Yeah, we'd like to thank everyone as well. All the, the clubs that Craig's been at, you know, this, this is the one that's been more family friendly as well um, and made us, um, Craig's family, you know, including myself, um, as a part of your family. Apart from Leon, who's led me up the garden path. <laughs> <little while>, but... <laughs> I had no phone signal. No phone signal. I'll take you. Oh, Gary perhaps don't know about it. He said, oh, give us your phone number. I'll take you down and show you Old Town at Hastings. So I gave him my number. Nothing. I rang him all yeah. night up till half past two in the morning. <laughs> Billy ignored me. So yeah. he's he's still trying to find that satellite now, can he? Yeah, oh no, yes. Gary, we've kept you for over an hour now. Um I thought, has anyone else got anything to say to Gary before we let him go? He's, he's, Just he's, thank you very much, mate. Yeah, long fantastic. Night. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. Oh yeah, cheers, no, Gary. I mean, um, yeah, thank you. Brilliant. Thanks for everything you do, mate. No, no, different classes. As I say, all about smiles on faces, and you, you've been immense as well. So I appreciate everything you do, and uh, we go again next year as well. So we get, we keep going. Well, get business done this year. Most that's the main thing. Then we'll then we'll go again. Yeah, let's enjoy Saturday first. Enjoy yeah, exactly. Enjoy yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yes. That's my only other yeah. thanks is to Billy Wood for making Saturday all the beer is free. that's it's an incredible gesture it really is yeah anyone else that's listening then come along because all the beer's free yeah (laughs) you'll find he's probably just fainted somewhere (laughs) it was last Saturday wasn't it (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. no that was just that you never got around in Leon (laughs) (laughs) right and guys um, 
I think actually, you know what? I think we should leave it there. I'm a bit emotional, right? The, yeah. the, 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 should we leave it there or do you want us chaps to carry on and let Gary go? No, I oh, I'll happily go now. No, no, as I say, it's honestly it's um it's great and um it's fantastic to to be able to talk about it. So uh we keep going and uh yeah, I'll uh, I'll see you at the game Saturday, gents. See you at the game yeah, Saturday, okay, Gary. Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thanks very much, boys. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Yeah, wow, that was good, wasn't it? It was. It was good, yeah. It's good. It's very good, yeah. Oh, man. He's a very impressive man. Well, this could go into Dicko's te- tackle territory there, and I'm a bit worried. <laughs> I love Call it, it while we're ahead. Call it while we're ahead. <laughs> I, love the, I, love, I love the mentality side of it. I find that all that quite fascinating, and I just think mm. he's brought something, just topped up what Agatha had put there, and considering yeah. when he came in, and what the mood was like when he came in, and how he seized it, and there's just, just, just there's just something like I said, there's just something about watching the team. You think, like I said, all I can describe is it like Ashford. You think they're going to win this, and 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 that that little little change is just, yeah, it's a some guy. I'd like to yeah. know Chrissy's thoughts, if you see what I mean, or how he feels about it. It's, um, you know, because because he set the um, the groundwork in there, didn't mm. he? You know, and yeah, all right. It, Stephen needs to come along, and and who wouldn't take that opportunity when you're um, when you're offered it? If you see what I mean. But it's um, I'd, I'd like to know exactly how he feels, really. And well, I know he's, he's obviously pleased and and so forth. But um, Malcolm, he's coming on the podcast. Oh, is he? On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, great. just not. He, he didn't want to come on, obviously. It wanted to be after we've settled everything, and so it's not yeah. anything to do about him. That's what you know. That's what he said. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm Just happy go. to have him on. He's a top bloke. I don't care what anyone says about him going. Yeah, yeah it's not top bloke. At the end of the day, it's it's promotion, isn't it? You know, we we'd all take promotion in our work life. You know, and 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 so you you can't hold anything against anyone. Um, wanting to better themselves, if, and and Stephen Edge is a bettering themselves, whichever way you look at it, you know. It's not even just promotion, is it? It's from essentially Division Eight to Division Four. Like no one is going to begrudge him that, are they? Of course not. No, no, no. It was nice. It was nice of Gary to sort of make a point to you know sort of yeah. say like you know about mention Aggie because I think you you'd be a fool to sort of dismiss the hard work he put into the club. The last, however, was it three, four years? You know, yeah. before he took over, he was sort of at the wrong, you know, the bottom half of the table, averaging three, four hundred. Bought in a, you know, more attractive style of football that obviously helps with attendances. So, you know, well, there's no doubt about that. Except that goes back to I remember when we were we were your typical sort of um, Boxing Day, Easter Bank Holiday, toddle down to the pilot field mm. type supporters and then suddenly you thought hang on something's changed here something's different mm. and then you began to dawn on you what it was and it was Agatha that had, that had done that and you and that was the catalyst for us there's no there's no doubt he's been instrumental in the whole thing oh yeah and that's getting... why I say all the players had a lot of time for him I think mm. the players uh, the fans had a lot of time for him yeah yeah and respected him and that's why I just wonder how he feels because he couldn't he wasn't given the opportunity um, 
through life, you know, if you like pandemic and then, um, you know, getting that chance of promotion that he couldn't finish what he started, you know, and it's, um, I just wondered how he would, how he actually feels within himself, you know, and like I say, uh, ultimately he's, he's thinking great, you know, and, and I'm, and he's pleased for everyone, but within his heart, if you see what I mean, whether you think, well, I started that, I wish I'd, been able oh, yeah, to I think, it, you know, it's... I think we're, that was our only. Whilst we all wished him well at the time and could see why he went, that was most of our, most of us. That was our biggest thought: Will he regret not finishing what he started? Yeah, yeah. But I think I I can only imagine that the type of guy he was. He wasn't in it for the massage of the ego, was he? It wasn't about him. He didn't like all that accolade and. And so uh, I'm sure he'd be pleased that he's the state of the club now and knowing that his, he played a big part in that. Mm. But I, I just think as well, what an uh, immense achievement um, for Gary as well. Step, Like I said, stepping into those shoes, but also commanding such respect and doing so well with his team decisions, considering the people he's now directing, uh, who he was shoulder to shoulder with as a teammate at the start of the season. It, it's it's great, isn't it? He's now yeah. got got that respect of the team and and also us fans. I think it shows what a leader he was on the pitch, that he just so comfortably transitioned to manager. Because sometimes going from being everyone's mate on the pitch to manager, quite a lot of people struggle with that, don't they? In, they do. in, all, in all walks of life, and particularly sport. And he obviously commanded that respect already. So the transition was, I say, easier. But he, it, you know, he'd already got that. So him becoming the boss, he was almost the boss on the pitch even if he didn't yeah. have an armband. I make you right, Andy. I mean, he earned that respect on the yeah. pitch, but it yeah. all makes, always makes you wonder how the likes of um, Jose Mourinho and, and people like that that weren't good, and Arsene Wenger mm. and that, that, that weren't good players on the pitch, um, that they get that respect as a manager. If you That's an interesting me. feature in professional level. So many top managers were, were just below top level as players, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So how do they gain that respect? Gary's mm. earned his respect on the pitch of being a leader, um, you know, and being mouthy on the on the pitch, if you like, and being first to defend his his teammates and that sort of thing. So he, he gained that respect on the grass. Mm. Um, so a lot of the, the the top managers haven't gained that respect on the grass. You know, it's it's. But sometimes there, sometimes because he's got John mm. to do a lot of the technical work for him, it's obvious that John's technical input and his input during the games is is huge, isn't it? Sometimes those managers who are say I don't know they're a bit more boffed like, aren't they? They do all the thinking. They've quite often got a their second man is a more successful player who's the link into the players. So it's sometimes they have a different type of character working with them to make that link yeah. into the players. <laughs> Uh, Andy, yeah. do you think it could possibly be like Bobby Robson, Jose Mourinho at Barcelona? Or were you looking at that sort of possible meany, elfic? Mm. Come on, just to touch on those last yeah. points that were going on. <laughs> so I think um, we're, we're, I can't vouch for a little interview <laughs> with Agatha where he was saying about sort of implementing that 
uh-huh. treating it as a professional football club at all levels. And so that legacy, I think, is probably embedded a little bit. I think the trust that the players have in Gary is probably a big factor as to why they've taken to, to him so well and why he succeeded, because they've played with him as well as playing under him. They must trust him. Yeah. I think that shows on the pitch, didn't it, yeah. on a Saturday? Yeah. Well, it was like Aggie really got the right people in, didn't he? He got mm-hmm. Elphick in, he got characters, strong people in the dressing room. So to so he he doesn't have to worry about that dressing room too much because it, as as Gary said, it's so it pleases itself. It's one less thing they've got to worry about. And as that when he got Finn in, which was an inspiring whoever suggested Finn was available. I mean, what an inspiring signing that you know that big hole that we had at the back. Remember when uh, uh, Gary was wasn't fit it was a worry well it was a worry with me anyway I was obviously I'm far more emotional than John Wills who said don't worry but um you know got Finn in things settled down and um yeah it's astounding that Finn O'Mara was sort of sort of swashing around looking for a club isn't it really In, in the cold light of day that's just incredible yeah and I I don't you know I think he was still when he came here you know, it wasn't done and dusted, was it, really? Mm. You know, but I think he fell in love with the place and the rapport with the fans and knowing that he's actually come to a, a, a big club, you know, I think it's a big drawing thing, the the type of um, attendances we get and that, just that family feeling, you know, that you're, re- you're really part of something. But he, yeah, it was but scary he, because you didn't want him to do well, but you wanted him to do well. Yeah, yeah, because you thought, well, if you you're Folkestone and not, you know, they're only one league ahead, and you think if you're doing really well, they're going to have you back. Mm. They're not going to let mm. you come to us. But mm. on the other end, you thought we really want you to do well because we need you to do well. Yeah, I think Billy said similar because I think when he came on loan, his transfer value wasn't the same as it was when we tried to sign him permanently because he'd done so well. Yeah, you wanted us to be three one up and Finn O'Mara to score an own goal, didn't you? It was like <laughs> yeah. that. It was like let's get the three points, but you you score an own goal because so I'm focusing yeah. goal. Yeah, I'm glad we got rid of him. You know, and instead of that, Malcolm, he scores an overhead kick, and that does us financially. Oh no! <laughs> What's he playing at? Oh no! What are you doing? <laughs> right, oh, chaps. Well. Right. Um, and it, George, you've been very quiet today. Robbie's been, been very great, quiet. Been great listening to it. And anyway, we've got two big games at the weekend, so saving the voice, two games in three days. So, but um, yeah, it's, it feels like Neil Cugley at Folkestone massively dropped the ball on that one on mm. Finn O'Mara. And um, it'd be lovely to see perhaps Finn O'Mara finish higher in the league than Folkestone next season. But yeah, one of those, <laughs> obviously, he's a cheap, you know, he's been in management, longest serving manager in English football. Um, you don't get to do that unless you're doing a lot of things right. But I think it's quite clear and chatting to quite a few folks and fans, they see it as a ball being dropped, really, mm. letting him go. I And at such a young age as well. Got all, all that ahead of him. But, yeah, looking forward to it. George, he's only been, he was only here five minutes and you've given him a couple of songs already. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, I was, walking, I was honestly walking around Morrison's Yesterday, without subconsciously, without knowing it, singing that Billy Wood went to Kent in his Zitron Zara, and I'm thinking, <laughs> what am I doing? People look well, at me funny. I've had a, I've had a couple of security guard turned up. 
I've had a couple of folks from fans message me today because they've seen that tweet that just says inner Citroen Zara. They just, they've just, I said, well, I'm on it. I said, what does this mean? What does this reference mean? What should I tell them? <laughs> Any ideas? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Robbie, Robbie, talk to us, Robbie. I've just been enjoying listening. I mean, I've only recovered from my hangover today, but um, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Because I, I was not in a good way. I don't do you remember? Do you remember much? Because I remember we saw you. I think we saw you before the game. And we I were... saw you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the photo of the chair. I don't remember a lot of things. You was, you was the first one on the pitch. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, so I was. Final I was, whistle, man. I, I looked I over. You was already. You was already eighteen yard. Yeah. I thought bloody hell, mate. You should do a bit of sprinting. That was you after about ten points, mate. You should take up sprinting. Oh yeah. Take up sprinting. Well, no. and I jumped over. The steward gave me a little shove. I'm like, what are you, what are you picking on me? There's a hundred <laughs> of us about to jump he, he on the pitch. He went for me afterwards. Like, he tried to oh, tell yeah. me to get off. I went, yeah. oh, good to know, mate. And I went, oh, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if you can't well, remember the game, Robbie, I really wouldn't worry about it. I, yeah. I don't remember the game, but I do remember the celebrations. And, and I... I feel a life ambition of leading a pitch invasion, so I'm happy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I just it's going to be great on Saturday again. It's just looking around that pilot field when you've got that many people in there, and, and you know how I feel about the pilot field, but it's it's fantastic. It it's a really great place to be. I on that note, Chris, what have they got lined up for Saturday? You know, like. Um, it's a fans day. No, no alcohol. We decided that we've been drinking too much, so we've all banned alcohol from the whole ground. We're all going yeah, switch, today. switch him off, Chris, can you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, what happened is they ran out. Yeah. <laughs> we did drink a lot of Malcolm's things. embraced cancel culture. He's cancelled Robbie. <laughs> right, the, as there's going to be the mascots, uh, we've got all the mascots. I think two of your kids doing the, the uh, mascots, aren't they, Matt? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So they're getting the whole fuel mascot treatment full on. That's excellent. We did try and order a few other bits and pieces, but I, I, basically there's a football match. Uh, enjoy the football match. There'll be beer available, Malcolm. Um, there's a try to presentation on here. There might so be a take re- yeah. Recently question, presentation of the cup before or after the game? Oh, after the game. After. Got to be yeah. after. There'll be a pitch invasion. No. So we'll all obey legal rules, of course. So once we're, we've obeyed legal rules on the pitch, um, we'll be, I think they'll do the main stand, I imagine. Have they well, got a stand? Have they got they a stand, Chris? So that us in the main stand can see. What? See the We've been doing it in the middle, middle of the pitch, haven't they? No, they did it in the main stand before. Yeah, well, every time they've done before, they've done the main stand. No, they did. In, fr- in front of the directors, isn't it? Like yeah. that bit, mm. they do it, yeah. Oh, right near us, Andy. Above yeah, you'll have, yeah. You, you'll have a prime view there. Isn't yeah, yeah. Me, well, I'll be able to Rory, shake their yeah. hand like they do at Wembley. Porn sandwiches flying everywhere. <laughs> be the queen. But the, yeah, well, about to say. the acoustics will be better if it's sort of in the stand area, won't it? You know, that's going to be fantastic. I want that, though. Yeah. Dick and Anna was lifting up. The, the pitch is full of fans. Them lifting up and from no, a great photo. Yeah, yeah. Mm, more shenanigans in the clubhouse after. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm not working the next day either. So. Hey. Nice. Do, do you remember getting? Do you ever really work though? You claim you do. <laughs> oh, free entry. Oh. I, I, where do, hang on. When was the last time I got free entry? You get anyway. Go on. Leon, what are you saying? The sale on Saturday. Do you remember getting James Halter ring up or FaceTime his brother? 
Oh, wasn't that brilliant? <laughs> oh, I remember yeah. that. And, and he hung up. Oh, yeah. He hung up. He didn't know. Oh. He, he stayed on the phone for about nine, ten seconds, and he had Did a he? face like fire. And like we were all singing at him. That yeah, was it. You yeah. shit James Hole, and we we're going up yeah. and all that. Uh, and then he's like, Ooh, I just turned it off. It was great. I do remember that. And that's when James I was cracking up. We've also got an image with James Hole embracing no Crocs. He's gone back to sliders. Oh, oh the yeah. Crocs are gone. Yeah, I got a photo of him, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chaps, I've got to make a move. I've got yeah, to make yeah, a phone I've, call. I've, so I've got bloody edit yeah. this. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Leave it all Saturday, guys. Yeah, it's just Saturday, guys. Take care, Wendy. What, sorry, go on, Rob, before we go. I was say, Denny, do I do it? Just cut this last bit out where, where we throw Stoney under the bus and he's ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Stoney's not going to get buried. We're, we're, oh, I might do some creative work there. Very. Uh, Wendy, Leon, Malcolm, John, Andy, uh, Paul's Cat and Dog Rescue, um, Matt. <laughs> That's the new I... one. <laughs> and George. Lo- I'm just sitting lo- there. <laughs> love you all, and I will see you at the game Saturday. See you Saturday. See you later. See you, see you guys. See you all Saturday. That's it for another week, you fans. We've only gone and done it, haven't we? What a feeling. Let's all get down the pilot field this Saturday and watch Jack Dixon lift that title trophy. Ishmi and Prem, here we come. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game. <laughs>